Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Graubacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Saw L. Saw, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, man. Excellent. Let's do this. <laughs> Saw is the co-founder of Simply Insurance. He is a writer obsessed with insurance, money, and content marketing. I'm excited to have you on. Saw, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Absolutely. So my journey kind of started um, when my grandmother passed from ovarian cancer. Um, no one knew she had cancer, like they call it in the late stages. Mm. And when it happened, you know, I realized, you know, we all realized that she didn't have life insurance. So it was a kind of hard thing for us because we had to pay for a funeral, which was around $13,000 and, you know, grieve at the same time. Right. So that was kind of hard, you know, and and looking more into it, I realized that, you know, African-American families just have no clue about life insurance. Like that's what put me into it. Like that's the first thing that was on my mind. It's like, I have to help us get more insurance. And once I became licensed and started doing my research, I realized that nobody has <laughs> insurance information. Like right. nobody's knowledgeable <laughs> about it. Like it's, it's not just like a, a, a racial thing or ethnicity thing. It's like nobody knows anything about insurance. It's like the worst thing on anybody's mind. It's the last thing they want to talk about. So um, that's kind of what pushed me into it. And, you know, I ha my goal and my focus is to get as many people um, knowledgeable about insurance so that they can make an informed decision on, you know, to purchase insurance because it's extremely important. So that's kind of what um, got me started and kind of what motivates me. Excellent. And uh, a little bit about your personal life. I'm not going to let you squeak past that. Well, my personal life, <laughs> let's see, I love video games. Um, I used to program artificial intelligence for video games when I was younger. Nice. Um, you know, I taught myself, um, my name um, used to be J.C. Matthews, but when me and my husband got married, we changed our names. So that's why my name is now Cy L. Excellent. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Absolutely. So, and yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about your grandmother. Um, it's the unfortunate reality is that a lot of the time we find our our, our work, our purpose, or our calling through some kind of horrible experience in our personal lives. And that's driven you to, to, to realize, oh my gosh, this is a, a pretty widespread problem. People don't have life insurance. They don't have enough life insurance. They don't have insurance, whatever it might be. And, and now you've, you've, you've launched a company and, and you're writing and you're talking about it all the time. So what are, what are, I guess for lack of a better term, some of the most important kinds of insurances that people should have that maybe they don't understand or, or, or they don't. Absolutely. So the three most important, um, a lot of people are going to talk about health insurance, but health insurance to me is, a, it's, it's a, for me, it's a hard topic because I, you know, I think everyone should have, you know, free health insurance, you know, it's way too expensive and, you know, most of us can't even afford it that are working, you know, hard, you know, working hard every day, we still can't afford it health insurance. So um, health insurance, of course, everyone should have. Um, but the three most that people should have that they usually don't have, um, I'm going to say it's going to be life insurance, dental insurance, or dental coverage, and disability insurance. So those three might sound weird to most people. 
but I'll go ahead and explain uh, why first starting with life insurance. Um, A lot of times people don't understand the importance of life insurance. You know, they think that they're purchasing it for them. Right. So, you know, you know, you wake up, George, and you say, hey, I'm going to go get some life insurance because I need it for, you know, I got to get it for me. But the truth is, is that we're actually getting it for the people that we leave behind. We're not getting it for ourselves. And a lot of times when we focus too much on things for ourselves, you know, we don't really make the best decision when we're buying stuff for us. You know, now we're buying it for like our loved ones, our spouse, you know, our kids or anybody like that. Usually we kind of go all out, you know, we want to make sure we do the right thing. But when it comes to ourselves, we're usually like, "Eh, you know, I I, I could just take those shoes. It's no big deal. Right. So I tell people all the time, you know, pull yourself out of the mindset that life insurance is for you and put yourself in the mindset that you're doing this for your family, for the people that you leave behind. And that way, when you do that, it makes you actually purchase because a lot of times people don't buy life insurance because one, nobody wants to think about dying, right? They just don't. Right. Two, most people want to set it and forget it, but the process has been hard in the past. You know, so most people are, you know, they're afraid of the process. And three, most people just completely overestimate the price of life insurance. So it's very important that we put ourselves in this position because, you know, when you're dealing with uh, a single family household that's, you know, only bringing in $50,000 a year or, you know, a a household that has both parents and maybe bringing in $100,000 a year, once you lose any one of those incomes, it can completely affect your life, right? So if you're used to, you know, living on $50,000 a year, that $50,000 a year goes away. What do you do? You know, how do you survive? How long can you stay in your home? You know, will you be able to pay the home off? You know, it's just things like that, that purchasing life insurance um, will make the process much easier. You know, it still doesn't change the fact that someone passed away, but it definitely does uh, help you get through it financially. There's, there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, I think that everything you just said is, is, is right on the money. Do you, do you offhand, just off the top of your head, know some of the statistics about like percentage of the people that don't have it or stuff like that? Yeah, um, like eighty percent of eighty percent of people overestimate the price. Okay. Um, so you know that's one of the reasons they don't even shop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably about I would say forty percent of the United States doesn't have life insurance. It's something around like forty percent. Um, it it definitely could be more, but you know, based on the studies and the things I've looked at, um, yeah. I've seen you know usually around forty percent of people just don't have life insurance, and the largest reasons are um, one, you know, the cost which they overestimate to the process, which is very true. Um, until recently, the process hadn't changed. Like maybe two years ago, that's when the process for purchasing life insurance started to change. But it used to take, listen to this, the the fastest, like people were proud of this, the fastest that you could get life insurance and get out of underwriting was 75 days. Oof. Wow. So can you imagine a 75-day buying process? <laughs> we are not Especially accustomed to today, that these like, days, you know, right? No, not at all. <laughs> so, you know, luckily the life insurance industry kind of caught up with technology um, the past few years. And now, you know, you have products where you can get approved instantly. You can get approved within a few days, you know, but not 75 days. It's just it's completely unheard of. Got it. OK, so the traditional process, let's just call it five, 10 years ago, was you'd, you'd get an application done and then you would have to get some kind of medical underwriting 
you know, maybe have to get a physical or get blood drawn or have urine tested. And then mm-hmm. once the insurance company had all that information, sometimes they need to get medical records. And mm-hmm. all those are, are reasons why this would take longer than than people would necessarily like. How has it been streamlined? So <clears throat> the way it's been streamlined is a, a few things. Um, there are products now that they pull basically the databases from what's called an MIB Medical Information Bureau. Um, and this is a company where all the insurance companies together kind of you know work together and they look and see, hey, had this person applied for any life insurance in the past seven years, right? So they want to look at your life insurance application history. And that's kind of what the MIB is for. So if you have a hit on that, they want to see was this person approved and or were they declined? And if they were declined, why did this insurance company decline them, right? So that's one report that they pull. Um, the second report that they pull is through a company called Intellescript, which is pretty much for your prescription drugs. You know, it's like a, a it's like a credit report for your prescriptions. So anything that you feel in your prescription history is going to be in that report. So you might not necessarily take it, right? Like, but if you feel the prescription, it's going to be seen as you taking the prescription. Got it. So you know, I you know, I always tell people, you know, to be mindful what you let your doctor prescribe you. <laughs> you know, just sure. always be paying attention to that because I had a customer. Um, one time he could not get life insurance because um, he his pres- his um, prescription came back that he takes di- you know he takes medication for diabetes which is metformin and I asked him I said you know hey when we went through this process you said you don't take prescriptions for anything they're coming back with metformin and he goes oh yeah well you know my wife didn't have health insurance so the doctor prescribed it for me so that she could have it now of course that's all kinds of illegal, right? But for sure, <laughs> you know, sometimes people have to do what they have to do. So we couldn't even complete the the process. I was like, oh, well, you know, there's nothing we could do. You know, you just, you, you won't be able to get life insurance because you're going to have to basically turn, <laughs> turn your doctor. Yeah. It's helping your wife. Right. Like, right. so, you know, you, you get into those situations. So the prescription drug report is very important to remember, you know, be mindful of what you're getting prescribed from your doctors. Just make sure you know what it's for because they're going to look at that. And then the, the last part is your MVR, your motor vehicle report. Mm-hmm. They use that to make sure, one, you don't have any DUIs and that you're not doing having a risky lifestyle and that you're not a crazy driver, right? So those are usually the three reports that they're going to pull. They're able to pull that information instantly, and they're able to make decisions on life insurance now without having to get your medical records, without having to do a medical exam. Um, but just based on those three reports, they're able to issue coverage. So that's how it's been streamlined. And, you know, we have products where people get approved within five minutes. Um, some products they can get approved in one day. Um, that's the the streamlined process. They bypass the medical records. They bypass the medical exam, which are the two most time consuming uh, aspects of purchasing life insurance. Um, and they've streamlined it for you to be able to get coverage, you know, pretty much instantaneously. And now, one thing I'll say, George, is that everyone won't qualify for it. You know, that's why it's important you know, as you're younger, you know, 20, 25, 30, you know, it's important to hit, get life insurance then because the younger you are, the easier and the more affordable it's going to be to get life insurance. But also you can always make changes to it. So if you have a life event, like you get married or you have a kid, you can always just add them to the coverage. You know, it's no reason to say, oh, I don't need life insurance because I have no dependents. Get it earlier. You're going to save a ton of money. You know, a 20 year old purchasing a $500,000 life insurance policy is going to be you know, way more affordable than a 50 year old trying to purchase that same amount of coverage. So there's no reason to wait, you know, get, get coverage as soon as you can get a large amount. Cause it's going to be very affordable. 
And if you do that, you know, you'll put yourself in a position to, if you have a life change, it's easy. You don't have to now try to rush to get life insurance. So getting it early is very important. Got it. Excellent. Good information. All right. So the second type, dental insurance or dental coverage. Yes. So dental coverage is extremely important, guys. Um, I don't know if if you know this, George, but they recently just did a new study that showed that Alzheimer's disease is directly connected to gum disease. I did not know that. Yes, they just they just published a study. You can probably look it up online, maybe link to it for your readers. But um, yeah, um, and not only is you know gum disease attached to a lot of other things, it can cause heart, heart issues. Is it's basically your biggest defense of the biggest way to prevent a lot of medical issues is to have great dental health, you know, getting those, you know, biannual checkups, you know, flossing constantly, you know, making sure that you're you know, brushing your teeth, you know, and it's funny, it's, it's kind of weird to hear this, but a lot of people are, one, are afraid of dentists and two, just don't have a really good, you know, a, a system set up for taking care of their teeth. And, people judge you on it. You know, people judge you, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a mental thing. And as well as a, you know, physical thing, unfortunately the world is run by, you know, the the physical. So if people look at you, you know, and you have bad, you know, bad breath, they're going to remember that. Right. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to be, you're never getting a second chance. Right. Like (laughs) you're always going to be, you know, ready to hold your nose when this person gets close to you. So, (laughs) so it's important, you know, especially if you're, you know, if you're, you know, in business or you're trying to, you know, get a you know, raise at your job or anything like that, people are going to remember how your breath smells. So not only will, you know, taking care of your teeth help you live longer um, and prevent a lot of diseases that we don't even realize are the cause of, you know, someone might have end up, you know, having a heart attack and they don't find out, oh, it's because you didn't take care of your teeth. Right. So dental uh, coverage is very important. Um, and they actually did a, um, uh, like a, a documentary in the United Kingdom called The Truth About Your Teeth. And um, you can find it on YouTube, um, but it's pretty cool. They actually did a survey. They took this this young woman and they gave her really bad teeth. And then they also gave her really good teeth. And they showed the pictures to different people. And the person with the bad teeth, people were like, she looks uneducated. You know, she seems like she would smell. They wouldn't want to be our friend. <laughs> Same person, right? Right. <laughs> So the one with the good pictures was like, oh, she looks, you know, with the good teeth, they were like, oh, she looks very successful. I would love to hear a friend. You know, she looks like she would be fun to hang out with. You know, they, they were giving her all these things. You know, she looks like she graduated from college, like, you know, just because of your teeth. Right. So not only can it affect your life, you know, on the medical side of things, but it also can affect your personal life. And I think that, you know, a lot of times dental health isn't discussed as much as it should be. And it's not really made a, um, made into a big, you know, a big, nobody really makes a big fuss about it, but I'm going to make a big fuss about it because we have to get our, you know, our gums and our teeth and our, our overall health better. Um, now there are two different types of dental coverage. You can get dental insurance or you can buy a dental discount plan or like a dental savings plan. Now, the differences between the two is that with dental insurance, you can go see any dentist. Basically, you're not set into a network with a dental discount plan. You have to go to a specific doctor within that plans network. Um, now, me personally, the reason why I am a huge advocate for the discount plans is because the insurance plans have a ton of limits on them. 
So if you get a dental insurance policy today, George, it's going to have a two year waiting period on it before you can get like a root canal or any major services. Right. And then it's also going to have what's called an annual maximum. And the way the annual maximums work is they'll say, okay, George, you have a $1,500 annual maximum. So you've been in your policy for two years. You need to get a root canal, you know, so that means you're going to have to, you know, get the root canal, then you have to get a crown. So that, that alone is probably going to run you $1,500. So at, at that point, you're done with benefits for that year. You have no more benefits. Um, so the dental insurance side of it for me, it didn't work out when I, I had to get dental work done. Um, the dental discount plan worked because one, there's no waiting period. Everything's covered from day one and it's just discount. So you, you know, you're able to go into there and get, you know, heavily discounted work done. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of why I like the, the discount plans. Now you can have both of them. Um, you know, if you wanted to, and the discounts plans are very affordable. They're like 11 bucks a month that you can get them. And I think it's like 30 for the family, but they're very affordable. Um, and it's something that if you, you know, if you have the opportunity to get, you know, and choosing the differences between the two, I would always go with a discount plan over dental insurance, you know, but if you're getting a dental insurance through your employer and it's free, you know, definitely keep it. But, you know, a dental discount plan will probably help you more as far as, you know, saving money up front. Excellent. And number three, disability. Number three, disability insurance. So a lot of people get disability insurance confused with like, I guess, insurance for people who are, you know, who have a disability, like only people that have disabilities can get it. Um, But disability insurance is, I like to think of as paycheck insurance. And it's very important to think of it that way because it's money that will pay out to you basically insuring your paycheck if you are to become disabled. And, you know, there's a big myth about disabilities, uh, George. A lot of people think that disabilities are like, you know, accidents. You know, I work at home. Why would I need disability insurance? You know, if I broke my leg or, you know, they're like, I'm not going to do anything. You know, I don't do anything dangerous, so I don't need it. Um, But the truth is over 75% of disabilities are caused by illness, not by accidents. So... Mm-hmm. So most people that have become disabled have become disabled because of an illness and they're unable to work and they're unable to have an income um, when they're not working. Right. Eventually, your you know, your paid time off and your vacation days are going to run up. Right. If you get disabled for a long time and if you're self-employed or, you know, you know, a, a entrepreneur or you're a freelancer, you know, you really would be in a bad position because, you know, we are pretty much 100% our business. We are the income, right? And if we can't work, there is no money coming in. So a disability insurance policy or, you know, a paycheck insurance policy is going to be there to pay out money to you based on a percentage of your annual income if you become disabled. And they all have different like exclusion uh, time periods. You can get them for like 30 days, 60 or 90. Now, of course, the longer you know, time you have to wait before benefits kick in, the more affordable it is. You know, if you're on something, let's say a 30 day exclusion period, meaning you only have to be disabled for 30 days and the policy will kick in, then those, you know, those policies are more expensive on a month to month basis. But a lot of us are um, misunderstanding the importance of disability insurance, whether you are employed, you know, or, you know, self-employed, you definitely need this coverage because there is nothing else out there um, outside of, you know, there, there really isn't anything else out there that's going to protect your paycheck um, if you're in, put into a position where you can't work. 
Um, and a lot of people don't know about disability insurance. A lot of people don't even understand why it's important. It's just another one of those products that's not talked about that everyone should definitely have. Like you should not go without disability insurance because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's no other way to really protect your income and, you know, while you're still living, you know, most of us life insurance, if you die, okay, you know, that pays out. But what happens if you, you know, you're in a bike accident and you break both your legs, right? Or what if both your hands get broken and you need to type and you can't type? You know, what if some, you lose your voice? You know, what if an illness puts you in a position where you cannot work? Like that's that's the worst fear probably for all of us entrepreneurs and self-employed people, like not being able to get up and work. Um, it, but, you know, it happens, you know, it happens all the time. So, you know, it's, it's very important for people to get disability insurance. Yeah, it's the unfortunate reality is that things do happen to us and we are way more likely to become disabled for a short amount of time or a long amount of time than we are to die prematurely. So people mm-hmm. have to realize that as well. And I mean, the recent government shutdown taught us that so many of us are living paycheck to paycheck. So how long could you really go without that paycheck to your point? So, mm-hmm. so important yeah. to, to understand and to make sure you are covered there. Well, so Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So my difference-making tip is uh, actually going to be outside of insurance. Um, I went over those three. I think you know everyone needs those three types of insurance. But my difference-making tip for you guys is going to be to always remember that at the end of the day, when you wake up, every single day you wake up, you're living somebody else's dream. You know, when you turn your TV on, you know, when you're on your cell phone, when you, you know, eat a muffin, all of those actions are the dreams of people that made it to you. So if you're going to spend a minute, two minutes, three minutes on living someone else's dream and making their dream come true, then you should be ashamed of yourself if you go to bed without putting at least five or 10 minutes into your own dreams. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. And so thank <laughs> you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Uh, they can reach out to me on uh, simplyinsurance.com. They can shoot me an email um, on Twitter at SireAmiL and the same on LinkedIn and Facebook. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, sure saw your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to simplyinsurance.com and follow him on social media as well. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Sal. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!